Hello, it's Bria, Katie, and Lawton from the Office of Student Life and Leadership. Welcome to another episode of Heal Talks. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with leadership development and civic engagement content through honest conversations and storytelling from UNC students, staff, faculty, and community members. We believe that leadership is a learned process, so thank you for taking the time to learn with us. With that being said, let's get into the episode. Hi, I'm Anaya. I'm a senior um, with a major in human development and family studies with a minor in African and African American diaspora studies. Well, hey, Anaya. Hey. <laughs> I feel like you're, you made me laugh off jump because you were like, well, you know, me and you are never serious together. And I was like, you know, that's actually very true. So this is about to be a very fun episode. For anybody who is listening, because you know, Anaya just makes me laugh, and then I'm a clown, so then you put those two things together, and it's a whole a show. Good a good um, but so excited, so so excited to have you on the episode. Um, we're of course highlighting all seniors of class of 2021, gleaming mm-hmm. that wisdom, getting that knowledge that you gained over the last four years, and like really understanding what you have gone through to get to this finish line that will be graduation in less than a month. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So (laughs) to kick off, we always ask our guest, what does leadership mean to you? Okay. So when you reached out, um, I think like a week ago or so, I really, you know, I was excited about the opportunity, of course. Um, you know, recently some things occurred. So I was trying to, you know, make time for everything and get back into the flow of things. But incoincidentally, is that a word? To no coincidence, (laughs) we'll just say that. I thought incoincidentally Um, sounded great. I was like, yeah, that's a word. We gonna make it a word. so. (laughs) So, um, the first question you asked, the scripture of the day is actually, I don't know if I can be, can be spiritual on here. Right? Be, be who you are. That, be who you okay. are. So spirituality is a part of who you are. Go ahead and showcase that. Okay, great. So the scripture of the day was um, Philippians 2, chapter 2, verse 3. And it's basically about um, doing nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit which is basically like nothing you should do nothing you do should just be for yourself like yes self-care come on like yes absolutely but as far as your activities those type of things you shouldn't just be doing it to get ahead you should be doing it to bring up the people around you and I actually heard um someone say something about leadership the other day that stuck with me. And that's like, um, they said, if service is below you, then leadership is above you. So to me, what leadership is, is being an asset to your community, being an asset to your relationships, whether they be platonic or um, romantic. It's just ensuring that you you are the person that you would want in various situations. So leadership mm. to me is service. I think that that's an interesting perspective that you bring up 
Um, because, you know, when we were kids, we always heard the golden rule, like treat people how you want to be treated, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But I think what you're bringing up in terms of like leadership, number one, leaders need to build community and support their community are 100% behind that. But number two, I think what what you gleam is the fact that like, but to be a great leader, you should want to be able to follow yourself if you were Mm -hmm. in somebody else's shoes. And Mm -hmm. honestly, that's not something like, I never thought of it from that lens or that perspective, but I think that's a great way to help people like self-reflect and be like, okay, is what I did today something that I would want somebody to do to me or something that I would want to follow? So that's really powerful. And like right off the bat, you come in with the heat. So (laughs) we're going to keep it moving because I'm ready. I feel the the gems are going to be dug up today with you. This is right (laughs) off the bat. We already hitting the home runs. Um, So so I know community is very big for you. We are a part of a same family community in gospel choir and black unc mm-hmm. and the experiences that we've had <laughs> gc um and the experiences that we've had in those communities and outside of them if you summarize all of that in one or two words what would they be um one or two words if it's the phrase that goes together it would be unexpected growth. Mm, okay, okay. Tell me a little bit about that. Oh, so those two words together. Yeah, I think when you come to college, you automatically think like, oh yeah, I'm gonna learn some things. I'm gonna meet some people. It's gonna be great. Um, but I feel like me personally coming to college, I felt that the very naive of me I felt that like my progress would be linear um and Mm. it would be it would be things that that would be expected so like um I might not do this well in the class or that well in class excuse me and then you know I might need to get some tutoring but all in all I'm gonna get a B at the at the lowest you know that that was my thought and I didn't think of you know various factors that come into play as to to why you do the uh the um how well you do or whatever so it was definitely unexpected some of the things that I learned and had to learn the adversities obstacles that I faced along the way um and we can talk about some of those later but all in all, I did grow and I am continuing to grow. So just the growth didn't come in the ways that I would have anticipated. And yeah, I feel like that's relatable for a lot of people, especially if you come to college, and you have like this hard plan in your mind of like, I am going to be a lawyer and I'm going to take X class and have X major and do X internships and have all of these things lined up but then when you actually get to college and you're like well man I don't want to be in this hard 300 400 level class I'd rather go hang out with my friends in the pit or like sit in the quad and chill out or oh man do I do this summer internship or do I go travel the world with my friend like 
you just really start to not understand how the plan that you came into college with that you thought was so dead set that you were never going to waver from is now bending and twisting and making turns and Mm -hmm. cutting off the page and don't get me wrong there are people still coming to college and follow their plan and I commend them And, you know, I hope that you got out of your experience what you wanted to get. But I feel like personally for me, the best experience comes when, like you said, it's something unexpected that just like hits you, but then you continue to follow it. And it like leads to something greater that you probably would have never gotten if you Mm would have stayed on that linear path, like you said. And so, I mean, you know, just to say that like affirmation for you knowing you since like freshman year I would have never thought like you would be leading GC and like having an entrepreneurial business cutting hair and you you know being a fantastic educator before you even got a degree to be an educator like you know all of those things I'm just like oh man when I met her freshman year and she was all sweet and quiet I would have never thought she'd break out her shell like this and she busting it open on people. I so appreciate I, that. I definitely um, can attest to that like growth that you've seen yourself have and mm-hmm. that I will add on a word. You said unexpected, but I'll say exponential. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I think for anybody, we were expecting to grow like you said, but... Yeah. Where who and where I was four years ago is nothing to who and where I am right now. And the fact that you can change so much mm-hmm. in those four years, I would mm-hmm. say it's it's exponential. So that's good. Thinking that's good. Come about, on. <laughs> thinking about your change and like how much you've grown, what have you learned about yourself in these last four years that you maybe wouldn't have thought you were capable of doing in high school or something that you would have never imagined that could be a part of who you are? I think I'm stronger than than I had previously thought. I think people automatically have, or our people, Black people, automatically have some type of built-in resilience or um just knowledge that we're going to have to endure things that other people don't have to endure. And the fact that they don't is a privilege, of course, but we have to not only realize that we have to work harder, but then also um, realize that things aren't going to be handed to us. And there's a lot of, you know, like I said, adversity, obstacles, et cetera, that are going to come our way. And we're not going to necessarily be able to take the time to really heal from various things Um, in the same way that other people would be um, given the opportunity to do. So I think I definitely learned that um, I am stronger than I thought I was previously. And I learned about grace. So I believe heavily that it is so important to extend the grace that you would like to receive. But in that same entity, you need to give yourself grace. So I've been forced to you know, take breaks and to um, really just self-reflect on various things that have occurred and understand that I'm not perfect. And with this growth exponentially <laughs> requires you to um, to just be graceful and, and understand that everything is not going to come easy and you will fail at some things, but it's only a true failure if you don't learn from it. Mm. Well, I think 
that's a, a great segue to my next question talking about giving grace, which shout out to Sydney Howell, who used to work in our office in SLL. That is something that she preached all the time. That's a lesson that I will take from her because I also had to learn about giving grace and understanding that there's only 24 hours in a day. If you sleep properly, eight of those are dedicated to sleep. So that leaves you with 16. You can't conquer the whole world in 16 hours. So beyond just giving yourself grace, um, how do you hope to transition what you've learned um, in the lessons that you've gained about strength and just, you know, whatever you feel like you've gained in you over the last four years? How are you going to take that beyond undergrad and like after graduation Mm -hmm. um I feel like giving the grace to yourself extending grace um all those things help with interpersonal relationships they help with self-care um and I feel like those are foundational in achieving the things that you want to achieve so moving forward um I'll be doing a post back at UNCG um, and trying to get ready for med school, get all those prereqs, get that science GPA to where I want it to be, et cetera. Um, So just knowing that this Carolina was a stepping stepping stone for where I'll go in the future. And so with those knowledge, or with that knowledge of those things, I can move forward and try to better myself even further than what Carolina has afforded me the opportunity to do and take those things, those lessons and apply them in the real world. Okay, well, before I go to my next question, this this question popped in my head. And I know when you were talking about like stuff that you learned about yourself over the last four years and strength, what do you think, how do you think you will transition your lessons that you've learned about strength to post-grad, you know, um, and also like where, where do you think you learned the most about how strong you could be? Was that like from community was that from a particular instance that just kind of gave you an aha moment? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's where I'm going with the question. <laughs> okay, so can you say the first one again? And then we'll move on to the second one. Yeah, so your lessons about strength, especially because, you know, we're living in trying times and it's almost like every day you turn on the news, it's something new. Every time you hop on Twitter, yeah. there's something breaking. And, you know, going back to what you said about like, you know, expecting to be strong and to overcome and to deal with everything that the world throws at us as Mm -hmm. women, as Black women, what lessons about strength are you going to take from your time here at Carolina that you're going to use later on for like the rest of your life? Mm -hmm. Um, So definitely post-grad. I don't know if this is strength, but um, well, I think it takes strength to to fail and learn from okay. your failures. Um, yes. So I think post grad in anyone who's in the STEM field or any uh, rigorous field at all um, has to learn how to how to. I don't want to say fail. Has to learn how to 
learn from shortcomings and then apply the necessary the necessary um, skills, action steps moving forward to ensure that they are successful in the future. And um, so Carolina definitely has taught me how to, like I said, give grace to yourself. Um, things won't always go your way, but, and that's gonna continue post-grad. So really learn how to just make the most of those experiences so that you're not just mm-hmm. beating yourself up for those things, which are you're learning and, and becoming a better person for them. Okay, I think that's great. Of course, you don't want to call it failure, but I'm gonna call it failure. Like you gonna <laughs> get knocked down, and yeah. you can get knocked down and tumble down the stairs, or you can get knocked down and trip over a step. <laughs> you know, it just depends on who you are as a person, how hard you'll take that shortcoming. But mm-hmm. I make sure you get you up. That like you can get back you up. Yeah, and make it yeah. and make it graceful. Do a little hop step, brush off the shirt, and keep it moving. Do a dance. Um, <laughs> all right, do a little jig. But my second half of that question was, and I figured out a way to reword it, is mm-hmm. where did you find your strength in your time in Carolina? As far as personal life goes, um, my senior what was my senior year it was the end of my junior year so I was taking classes during the summer into senior year um so May yeah May I um was taking classes it was the end of a long day and um anybody who's taking summer classes knows that it's very it's we met every day for like three hours and I was taking multiple classes so um it was a long day and I got a call from my cousin and he let me know that my father had passed. So I think that was one of mm. the most trying times because, and I feel like that really speaks to the fact that like life really, life stops as in you transition, but at the same time, life doesn't stop. So just because, you know, I had dealt with that circumstance, that situation, that tragedy doesn't mean that my classes stopped. Um, And I feel like people can take breaks, of course, but I chose not to take a break and I chose to just push through and I was almost done. And I ended up getting like, uh, I think I got A's in both of the classes or something like that. Um, And that's not to say that like, it didn't affect me or anything like that, but I feel like that's where you learn how to, you know, deal with something and, and take care of yourself, but at the same time push through so that you're able to accomplish what you need to accomplish because just because things happen and um, you'll deal with various circumstances, it doesn't mean that it's the end all be all and and you do have to, you know, go forward and, and deal with what you need to um, to be the person that you want to be ultimately in the end. Yeah, and I mean, I can definitely relate to that whole anecdote because I was in the same position over the summer as well. Mm -hmm. Not gonna lie, played myself, was like, oh, UNC said they're still gonna pass fail over the summer. I might as well knock out all these classes, not knowing that they were gonna push the start date for the semester up. So, Mm -hmm. you know, literally finishing summer school and then seven days later starting the actual semester 
And then in a similar circumstances, you were a close family member passes away in the middle of, you know, those four summer classes going on. And I was like, you, I was like, well, time, is it going to stop? I'm going to have to, you know, figure out a way to keep everything moving, especially because of the fast paceness of summer school. It's almost like if you Mm -hmm. miss a day, like, you really are. missed a week of regular school. (laughs) Right. So it's just kind of like, you know, I I really related to you being like, that's where you find how strong you can be when you're in those circumstances and you're still able to push through and make it to the other side and achieve what you wanted to achieve. And so beyond, speaking of difficult circumstances and beyond the circumstance that you went through over the summer, what have been other adversities that you've had to overcome? Being at Carolina, being at a PWI, this isn't necessarily the biggest adversity, but it's something definitely that you face every day. Being at a PWI as a person of color, um, specifically a Black woman, and seeing all the things that occur in the world against us um, has been hard in trying to like separate all the things that are happening from the little world that is Carolina and then seeing how Carolina responds to it. So um, someone- Or shade, the lack of response. I'm shading. The little, um, the girl that was killed last night. Makaya. Yes, Miss Bryant. Nothing has been sent out yet. Um, and then when things are sent out, it's kind of like our heart goes out to the black community, but like, what else are we doing? Um, those are kind of just like, not to shade anyone. Cause I feel like it's good. I feel like it's good intentions, but it's just like, what is the overall impact of that? Like, we're sorry that this happened, but like, are you informing people that are here of what happened we know right um and do I think that everybody reads those emails no and I I mean I'll definitely shade I would I will definitely shade (laughs) because UNC has done some excuse my language shitty stuff Mm -hmm. in the past and so I'm I agree with you to where it's like when these big things happen across the country across the world and then we come back to our own community and not to say that UNC ignores it but doesn't properly acknowledge the impact that these events can have on their students I'm sorry my dryer is going off we're just going to <laughs> um, but doesn't properly acknowledge the impact that it has on its students I think is crazy and the fact that there isn't some sort of institutional response Mm -hmm. that is beyond just an email of oh well we're like you said like we we're here for you our hearts go out to you go to caps if you need anything but I feel like for me in my opinion a more comprehensive response would be if you know something 
traumatic. And of course, unfortunately, there are daily occurrences against people of color that happen. But mm-hmm. if you know there's something recently traumatic that could very well impact your students or a particular community, like telling professors to give grace in that, you know, if a student may not want to come to class that day, like don't penalize yeah. them. Or in this new virtual environment, if a student doesn't want to have their camera on that day, don't penalize them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'll never forget. I remember, I'll never forget how like, what was it, a month or two ago? And we had that whole situation where they thought it was an active shooter on campus. But these professors still had students in class while they were hiding in the closets or like trying to figure out where they can find a safe place to be. And it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, where where do we draw the line of like, okay, we're gonna extend everybody grace because there's just a lot going on in the world in the world right now. You know, there's been a lot going on recently with the George Floyd case and the Derek Siobhan mm-hmm. trial. And it's just the fact that like the institution knew that this was going on and that this was coming knew it probably impacts a large portion of students on campus within students of color but all we got was an email of hey we heard the verdict hope y'all are feeling a breath of relief if anybody needs to unpack go to caps yes all is good in the world everything is equal now and it's just so, it's almost like comical because it's just really like, really, mm. really? Like y'all gonna tell me to breathe a breath of relief when just last year we was having all our issues? <sighs> like people didn't forget Silent Sam, boss. <laughs> That's still a thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, not to shake UNC or UNC administration anymore. But I want to end on a happy note. And I want to end on, I mean, you called it Stockholm Syndrome. So I want (laughs) to end on a bright point of this Stockholm Syndrome that we have experienced the last (laughs) four years. And what is is your favorite memory from the past four years? And if you can't think of just one, you can do like a top three. Okay, I'll think of, I'll think, no, I'll think, I'll say um, shameless plug for one of my favorite organizations on this here campus, uh, UNC Gospel Choir, um, where I serve as the president. GC! Yeah, where I serve as the president. Um, I would say my favorite memories lie within that organization. I met the wonderful Brew here in front of me. Um, through the organization and then definitely all the events that we were supposed like we were able to have not supposed to have this year we were supposed to have stuff that didn't happen because you know these uncertain um, and unprecedented times but definitely that organization brought me some of my favorite people on this planet Um, it increased my walk spiritually, um, relationally. It gave me some networks that I didn't have prior to because GC 
is really like after you leave you still GC you come back you sing um mm-hmm. you come to concerts you you come to engagements so anyone who's interested <laughs> not me doing a plug for real anyone who's interested please go to our our gospel choir page on Instagram UNC underscore gospel choir and um DM us, ask us any questions, anything of the sort. You can reach out to me personally, and I will be your liaison. I am leaving, unfortunately, but you all are in good hands. And if you want, we have a concert coming up, a virtual concert. Yeah, come on. We're not sure of the date yet, but um, that will be out and open for your viewing, your viewing eyes. Um, did I answer your question? <laughs> You did. Um, your favorite memory is just all of GC memories. And I think that's perfectly fine. I also have a deep, deep, deep love for UNC Gospel Choir. So yes. very grateful, not only to that organization for giving me a community, but giving me you and giving us this opportunity to grow in friendship and fellowship and then bringing us to this podcast where it has been so much fun talking with you today. I have laughed so hard and I just really enjoyed myself. And I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and to share your experiences mm-hmm. and what you've gone through over these past four years. And of course, congratulations, my class of 2021 sister. Woo! We are almost like I can taste it in two I'm weeks there. from today. Wow. So we are really almost there. Mm-hmm. And best of luck with everything in your future. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Bye, y'all. Bye. Check back in with us next time for more leadership conversations with our engaging and inspiring guests. Be sure to like, comment, and share Hill Talks wherever you are listening. We will catch you next time. Peace.